0: Listening to the Side Hustle Gal podcast with your hosts, Danny Fountain and Caitlin Allen. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Side Hustle Gal podcast. Today we have Lauren Nolan on, um, someone I've been following, slash, probably low key stalking ever since I moved back to Chicago (laughs) and before then. Um, So, Lauren, thank you so much for hanging out, and I'm going to let you share what your current or past side hustle is.
1: All right. Sounds good. I liked that intro. Um, so I run a lifestyle blog called Lakeshore Lady. I started it when I moved from New York to Chicago almost seven years ago, which is crazy to think about. Um, the blog's really only six years, but it's it, the, I came up with the idea seven years ago. So it's been a long time in the making. Um, I was kind of going through a quarter-life crisis a little bit trying to figure out what I wanted to do with my life and the only thing that I really knew for certain was that I wanted a creative outlet that I had some control over. Um, so I had no idea that it would turn into what it is today, but I just kind of started it as a side hustle and said I'm going to learn and see where this goes.
0: I love that. And your transition to full-time is fairly recent, like within the last year, isn't it?
1: Yeah, I made the decision June of last year and I officially went time august of last year. So it hasn't been it hasn't been too long yet. Oh gosh, I'm sorry. That's my puppy.
0: <laughs> For anyone who follows her on in Instagram or doesn't, you should cuz Luna is the cutest.
1: She uh Luna quiet. <laughs> she's a she's very much a puppy so you never quite know uh, what's going to make her bark. Yeah.
0: Um, so when you were thinking about making the decision to full t- to go full-time, what were some of the factors that you considered and what gave you the confidence to finally like turn in your notice?
1: So I, for a little backstory, I was a musical theater major in college and I was pursuing an acting career in New York. So I know what it's like to like be <laughs> on a very tight budget name of a dream. Like I totally get that. I've been there. Um, and I really didn't want to do that again. I, I really, um, I, I just don't know what it feels like guys. I'm so sorry for my pup. Um, <laughs> I know what it feels like. So I really wanted to be strategic about saving my money, about budgeting, about getting to a position where I was making a certain amount of income that I didn't so, that I wouldn't feel stressed, so that Lakeshore Lady wouldn't be something that I put a ton of financial pressure on, but that I already felt comfortable living off of. Um, so, a lot of people, a lot like there are a lot of people who will say just leap in the net will appear. And I was very much a no, let's get my ducks in a row. Let's make sure that I'm not going to have a mental breakdown over this. And that's kind of how I approached it. So, once I got to the point where Lakeshore Lady was exceeding my job income, I said, it's not worth the stress of both of these things, and I'm just going to go for it.
2: That's really awesome. How long did it take for you to um, transition into the full-time? So you started the blog, I think you said five years ago, correct?
1: Yeah, it's about six years now. (sighs) Okay.
2: Yeah. So you started it six years ago. How long was it um, in between starting the blog and then going full time with it,
1: um so I guess it's kind of hard to answer just because when I first started it, it was really just like a creative thing for me, and then, probably about I'd say probably like two and a half years in, I started to realize like, oh, I could make a little bit money off of this. that'd be cool if I can you know, have this be a little supplemental income, and then I started realizing, oh, if I create better content, then I have more eyes on my content, and then brands will pay me more money for that, and then I can also make commissions. I can also make ad revenue. I am on to something here, so um, it took a while to get to the point where I thought I'm going to be able to do this full-time, but once I did, then it really became a goal of, okay, I see this could work. So now, (laughs) now let's really work towards making that a reality. So it's, it kind of, you know, went in phases of this is a hobby. This is a side hustle. This is full time.
2: And how did you realize
1: that you could start making money on your blog? Honestly, I just, I became obsessed with learning more. I, I became obsessed. Like why, why, why is Cupcakes and Cashmere so successful? Because she was one of those OG bloggers when I first decided to start one. And I realized she consistently posts content. She consistently has really great photos. She consistently has content that I'm curious about reading about. Or like pinch of yum. Her recipes are unbelievable every single time I go to her site. So I just started really researching and like, oh, they have these ads on their site. Or, oh, she's making, she's linking this way so that she gets commissioned when I buy something from her or oh that level of content if I can figure out how to get there by buying a nicer camera or learning photography or even hiring a photographer sometimes I really realized that the more I the more I asked questions and worked to answer them the more there would be payoff and and honestly it just that just all snowballed and then a brand reached out I remember my first brand collaboration was for like $75. I thought it was awesome. Um, and, you know, you just kind of build up from there.
0: So the topics that you've covered, speaking of content, have like they've evolved as you've been a blogger for more and more and more time. And then I yes. think as your Instagram got bigger. It changed as well. But you've always done a really good job of tying all of the topics you talk about together what is the like thought process that you take when you're doing that? I think a lot of the folks that listen to this podcast are multi-passionate. I mean, that's what happens when you start a side hustle. Um, and tying like topics that don't necessarily work together can be a challenge.
1: First of all, thank you. That's a very nice compliment. Um, so for me, my, when I really Get down to the nitty gritty. My goal is to help women feel good about themselves, and that is really like the underlying thing about everything that I do. So when I was, you know, starting and and trying to figure out what my niche is or what my mission is or all of that stuff that people say, like you have to have a niche, you can't just be everything. I just kept coming back to the fact that like most women I know are not just into fashion or are not just into cooking or are not just into like crazy wellness trends. Like most of us are just normal with a lot of interests. <laughs> so once I kind of realized I'm I'm just going to own that and, and the basis of everything is how can I make a woman feel good about stepping into her kitchen and making something for dinner? How can I make a woman feel good about going shopping for a dress for wedding season? Or how can I talk about fitness in a way that's realistic? That's not, I'm at the gym every single day doing all these crazy things and having all these transformation Tuesdays. And because most people aren't like, most people don't care if they have a six pack. Most people just want to be healthy. So I kind of embraced that, that like normalcy and relatability, <laughs> and just thought, you know what? That's going to be my niche. Instead of honing in on one particular thing, I'm just going to kind of ground everything with let's talk about this as like normal, realistic people living in this world, just trying to do our best and feel good about ourselves.
2: That's so good. I feel like, yeah, everybody talks about niching down, but especially with blogging and being a lifestyle blogger how it's it's hard to see lifestyle bloggers do that because there's everything in your lifestyle not just exercise and not just diet and not just
1: fashion like well and i think people are starting to get uh, almost bored with people who have pigeonholed themselves into like i am affordable fashion and all they do is show super cheap clothes so that they can, you know, make the commissions off of it. And it's like, okay, well, is that all you are? Like, I think people are craving that human element if they're going to be quote unquote influenced by people, you know, they want to know that it's a real person behind the screen or behind the photos.
2: That's, yeah, I 100% agree with you there. Um, Danny's over here sharing a book called, I think, Gener- Generalist in a Specialist World. Um, so shout out to that book.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know I, if you've read it.
1: But I haven't.
0: <laughs> you for sure could. I think it's called um, Range, Why Generalists Triumph in a Specialized World. Um, but it basically, it talks about that. Like, Um, how our society has become so hyper-focused on specializing that these days it's actually the generalists that triumph because they possess the social skills and, like, the logical brain to build connections between all of these people that have, like, siloed their
1: passion. Interesting. That's so interesting. Luna, quiet. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, guys. That's so interesting. I'm going to look that book up. Yeah,
2: me too, because that's how, I mean, that's how I run my business is I have never niched like everybody tells me to, and I've been like super generalized, and it's worked for me, so that's, that's really cool. Um, I guess moving or changing subjects a little bit, Lauren, what do you feel has been the best uh, advice anybody's ever given you in business?
1: Um, I actually just answered this the other day, Um, so I'm going to give the same answer. My dad said, if you always do what you've always done, you'll always get what you've always got. And somebody else said that, not my dad. He just repeated it. But um, I, I really, really think that that has been the most important lesson for me when it comes to business, just because I was in an industry where you do the same thing over and over again and just hope that there's a different outcome. And it is so frustrating. <laughs> like there's nothing more frustrating than feeling like you're running and not getting anywhere. So as soon as I heard that, I kept thinking, all right, well then I should try something else. And even if that doesn't work, I'm going to learn something. And then it it just kind of opened the door to have a, a trial and error mentality of things. And yeah, if I had never tried something new, I would never have this career right now, which is so fulfilling and awesome. And I never expected it. So that's my that's my favorite piece of advice.
0: So thinking about creating content before you went full time, um, like you said, it was it was a passion project, something that you could enjoy working on. But now it pays the bills, and I'm sure that there are days where you either need to put out content or have sponsored content that needs to be worked on or, um, but you're just unmotivated or tired or Luna woke you up six times last night. Um, being an entrepreneur, how do you like push against that and still get shit done because you have to?
1: So I am, I am just very much a results driven worker I, um, I'm, I have lists at all times of things that I don't need to do. I just think maybe I should do it and try it and that will help. Like I'm, I'm, I always, always have things to do, even if it's just like research this or learn that, that kind of stuff. So, um, that the, my lists are always what motivates me. It's just, I have, I have to get work done because everybody has to work and this is my work. Um, I will say, though, the, the times when I'm unmotivated more so has to do with um, just being at a loss for what to share and not feeling like it's authentic. Um, so often, along with you have to pick a niche, you also hear like you have to post every day, twice a day, three times a day, like all of that. And again, I always just try to come back to I'm human. <laughs> Sometimes there's a day that I'm not going to post on Instagram, and you know why it's okay because I'm working on another project for the blog that's gonna generate traffic, and that's a different part of my business. So I think for me it has to do with um, with with having work in different arenas. So knowing that you know I could maybe work on editing photos, and that still work, but then that also gives me a break posting on Instagram that day, because all I did was work at my computer and like play with Luna and never put makeup on. So what am I going to post that day on social media? You know, it's kind of like looking at the whole picture and letting myself have a break in one arena or the other. Does that make sense? Yeah, definitely. That's
2: that. Yeah, that totally makes sense. Um, I know that Lately, or I guess, within your brand, you've shared uh, about current events. And I was just wondering how did you like how did you come to the decision of sharing about things that could be political and or polarizing and how you
1: can how to fit that into your branding? Woof, this is a hard one. Um, it's really a damned if you do, damned if you don't. And a lot of people have a lot of opinions, um, about what bloggers or people on Instagram should be using their platform to talk about. And the truth is that it's really hard to figure out what to process publicly and what to process just as an individual citizen. Um, that it's it's a difficult thing. For me, it's usually it gets to a point where like I can't think about anything else unless I like share a swipe up to sign this petition or encourage people to read this article that might be something different than what they believe. Um, it, it, it usually is like an all-consuming thing and I can't help myself to be perfectly honest. Um, otherwise, I think I always try to approach it from a place of not Telling other people what to think but presenting options presenting another point of view um, I think that that's the best thing that I can do as somebody with a platform is to not say this is right and this is wrong or you're wrong or anything like that but just to present an article present a thought process present something that you might not have thought of before um, And that kind of helps avoid the, oh my gosh, you've offended me so much um, angle of it. While also still feeling like I'm remaining true to myself. But yeah, it's hard. It's hard every time. Every time something bad happens or something that I'm frustrated with happens, I'm just like, what do I, what do I do? (laughs) It's tough.
0: It doesn't even have to be something like bad or frustrated about too. I feel like and God, to live a day in your DMs, Um, but I can only imagine, like, the conversation that was started when you shared the article about um, smashing the wellness industry and, like, the pseudoscience claims.
1: Um, I love that article.
0: Yeah, I thought it was so fascinating that you shared, like, as someone who talks about wellness and food and lifestyle, to share something that Like, depending on how people perceive you could be counterculture. But, like, I appreciate that, that you, like, start those conversations. Um, But when you do that, how do you take care of yourself? Like, people are, are frankly, going to react saying all kinds of things. Maybe you're too short for them today. Maybe Luna was too spotty today. Like, you know what I mean? (laughs) I haven't gotten that one yet, but I'll
1: let you know if I do. (laughs) Um, But,
0: like, how do you take care of yourself?
1: Um, to be perfectly honest, I, I feel like, um, but to, to to be frank, I don't get a ton of mean comments or messages. Um, they, they happen, they definitely happen, but it's not something that happens every single day. And I, if, if it does, it's like somebody was snarky and they're having a bad day and you know what? Namaste. I hope your day gets better. This isn't about. Me um, and you just kind of have to let it roll off like that. The really mean ones, I usually craft a very polite response. Um, some are public, some are, um, you know, but I usually try to craft like the most polite response that I possibly can, um, and really kill them with kindness. Explain that I felt like I wanted to share my point of view. This is what I meant. I didn't mean to offend anyone. You know, all that jazz. Um, otherwise, I try to just really. Th- about how my words are perceived. And that means taking a little bit of extra time to explain my point of view, to ex- you know, explain where I'm coming from when I write about controversial things or when I write about, you know, like when I talked about that wellness article I added in my email blast a whole paragraph about why like I love the wellness industry most of the time they're trying to create options for people who maybe can't eat gluten or can't eat dairy or are looking for more convenient ways to eat healthy I freaking love the wellness industry but at the same time I don't love when people are made to feel like they're less than because they can't afford an ashwagandha powder or they you know their transformation Tuesday isn't crazy or they don't have a six-pack or you know like all of the secrets, like the secrets to looking and feeling your best are, I just, I don't think they should be secrets. I think it's very simple. Take care of yourself and, and live your life and enjoy it. And ice cream and pizza are okay. Like everything's going to be okay if you eat those things. Um, so yeah, I just try to really approach it really mindfully so that if somebody comes at me, I feel confident in my response. Um, otherwise I just try to, care of myself in the sense that like if I need to shut my computer and hang out with Adam and Luna then that's what I need to do and a post will go up later the next day and the world will continue spinning and that will be okay um yoga is huge for me as is just working out in general um getting good sweat on where nobody can reach me on my phone is like my number one self-care um and then yeah I have other things that make me happy I love cooking I love going out to dinner I love I love snuggling with Luna and Adam so I have my things to make me feel better if something goes wrong or if someone's mean to me (laughs) I also think that
2: what you're saying goes back to the authenticity of like you like you everybody has an opinion and you just have a platform that you can share it on and like the fact that you're even thinking of how can I make it so that the other people can hear my point of view or like, you don't even have to do that. Like, this is your platform. And I just, I feel like that's so amazing that you're thinking so deep into the things that you decide to share. Like that's true. And that's authentic. And that's, that's so cool. Um, especially being a blogger who is making money off of some of the things that you're, that you're doing, that it's just that authentic is really amazing.
1: Thanks. I really yeah. try to approach that in all aspects too. I mean, especially like you brought in the making money. When I when I get a sponsored post, I'm one of the weird bloggers who love sponsored posts. Like you hear you you hear bloggers be like, I, I hate them, I'm really picky, all this stuff. I'm still picky, but I think it's really fun to hear about a cool new product or a cool new brand and help them reach their audience in a way that's, you know, authentic to me. I think it's really fun. So <laughs> Um, I try to approach all content that way of what's my relationship to it? How do I think about it? How can I make this easy to comprehend for other people and exciting or interesting or, you know, all of those things and, and kind of bring everybody into the conversation in a way that isn't just hashtag ad, you know?
0: So Caitlin had a question, but I just have to say um, that I think it's so true. Like the, being a vessel for other people to discover brands. Uh, like, The Six has been here for a while. I literally had never heard of it. I saw your Instagram post. My boyfriend and I went to the show, and we're obsessed. Like, it was it so good. good? <laughs> but it was something that I would have never, like, chosen or sought out myself. Like, I totally forgot that the Shakespeare Theater existed, because I'm so used to, like, the CIBC, or, you know what I mean?
1: Yep. Um, That wasn't even sponsored, too. That's just because I love theater. (laughs) Even better. (laughs)
0: But, like, that's why we follow, like, the bloggers that we love, at least in my case, um, is because you open – my eyes like you the collective you open my eyes to things that I wouldn't <laughs> normally choose um so I'll shut up now Caitlin can ask her question but I just had to like plus one to the effect of like brand discovery yes
1: I love six it's so good it's on Spotify if, in case anybody wants to be a musical theater nerd today
0: <laughs> oh it's been on repeat and my boyfriend is so annoyed because he just wants to use Spotify to work out but I keep playing the six in <laughs> chapter. <track. laughs>
2: That's amazing. <laughs> okay, well I'm gonna change the subject now. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> um, no, I was gonna ask what, what would you love to see in the blogging industry either change or um, maybe come to the forefront? Like what would be something that you would love to see in the industry?
1: That's a hard question. Um. I think I mean if I'm being completely honest I'd love for Instagram to matter less um uh, but that's just it's just it's an awesome way to connect to all of you and I'm thankful obviously that it's around it just sometimes it 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 I think it's because it's the instant gratification anybody can go to my profile see exactly how many followers I see exactly how many likes or comments I get follow me every single day it's so instant all the time and the reason why I love blogging is way more um, because of the projects that I can work on instead of just like the reality show aspect of Instagram in a way um, so I would love for it to just matter a little bit less um, that would be that would be what I love I think that's unrealistic but That's my honest answer.
0: (laughs) So we're going to wrap up on a really hard question because I thought of it while you were answering. (laughs) Um, So you've probably seen that Instagram is testing in Canada and other places, like hiding likes from your followers. Like you would still see the likes, but it would be hidden from your followers. Um, Do you feel like that's a dual-edged sword? Because it'll hurt like brand partnerships but help you feel less followed or do you think it's a completely good thing or a completely bad thing? Like what's your take? Is that going to help?
1: I, I have no idea. Um, I think that again, it's like, it's an instant thing. It's like you like it and then the heart turns red and then you keep scrolling. It's like a, it's a whole that like the number goes up. I, I wonder if people, if they don't see a number there if they just won't bother to like, then from there, it's, we then grab our analytics and it's like, oh, crap. <laughs> um, so in that sense, I'm a little nervous about it. In the personal sense, yeah, I kind of think it would be awesome to like, not worry as much about our going to like this because sometimes posts don't do super well but i get like a nice little conversation in the comments and it's something that i kind of wanted to share and that's fun that's kind of how instagram first started so in a personal way i think it would be a really interesting um a really interesting experiment in the professional way it makes me slightly nervous i think it will depend on what the Algorithm is if the algorithm is still based on like if you get a lot of likes in that first five ten minutes, if that then shows it to more people, if that still rings true or if it goes more back to chronological or I think that'll have a lot of impact on it too, because if nobody's liking any of your stuff <laughs> because they don't see their their little handle there, the red heart lit up then. will will anybody ever see your stuff? And then, but who knows? I have no idea. Again, I try not to put all of my, all my eggs in Instagram basket. Um, that's been like a big sanity thing for me is to remember that I have a website, people search things and find me, people come there just to see new posts. Um, and I, and that web traffic is really evergreen in a way that Instagram isn't, so I really try to just remind myself that that's there and that like Instagram isn't the end all be all, and that's okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think Instagram is an existential crisis for another totally, day. <laughs> totally. Um, but so I'd love to wrap up here. Um, let folks know where to find you, um, and also. You have a monthly wellness planner. Tell folks where to get that too because, I mean, we talked about wellness. People should check it out.
1: Yeah. So you can find me at uh, lakeshorelady.com, lakeshorelady on Instagram, Pinterest, Facebook, Twitter, all the things. Um, And then I also have a 2019 workout and wellness planner that is completely free. So my goal for that was to not only have a way to – to track your workouts and hold yourself accountable and help yourself plan and all of that. But I wanted to tie in the wellness aspect of it too. So there are questions each month such as what do I like about myself? What do I want to improve about myself? Um, there's an intention every month. There's, um, a little note section. It's a really like comprehensive way to check in with yourself each month on what can I do to feel good about myself? That's not just workout every day. Um, But it does, it's where it helps me stay accountable, especially since getting Luna when workouts are harder to plan. It's like, no, I am going on Tuesday because it's in my planner. So I'm going. Um, And find that on lakeshorelady.com. It's at the, it's on the bottom um, bar, navigation bar of my site. Otherwise you can just search for it. It'll pop right up.
0: Thank you so much for hanging out today. This has been a blast.
1: My pleasure. Thanks so much. It's so nice to quote unquote me girls over Zoom. (laughs)